You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules information and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. I've fallen, and I can't get up! On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. Hello, Hansen. Is that a 10-gallon hat? Or are you just enjoying the show? And good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Mother's Day. It is Sunday, May 20, or excuse me, May 8th of 2022. And you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John <clears throat> Shannon. Over there in Queens, New York. Way over there. In the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. Uh, we hoping this Mother's Day is everything you need it to be and want it to be. Uh, and yes, greetings from the uh, from the soon to be former site of the Radio TFI Executive Tower. More on that to come. Good morning, John Shannon. Well, 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 well. It is, uh, it's that time. Good, you know, it's, we always wonder, you know, what are we going to, what are we going to have to talk about? And we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, but let's go ahead, uh, before we get into anything else here, why don't we go ahead and get into the, uh, my favorite, my very favorite part of the show. <laughs> You're going to love this, John. I promise you, I promise you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, this will be the one time you will be ecstatic. You'll be over the moon. All right? You ready? I'm ready. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Parachutes. Somebody's going to need one soon. Uber closed the week at $26.07, down $4.66. Lyft closed the week at $20.51, down $12.65. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Goodbye! $12.65. Tell me you're not loving that, John. Well, of course, it's. I told you you'd like this one. You know, I told you. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, because there was a story out in the Wall Street uh, Journal, actually in Market Watch, uh, saying that the shares hit a 52-week low after mil uh, nearly a 
uh, $6 billion in losses. Mm. Now, this was Wednesday. This is midweek that this, uh, I don't know if it, uh, if it recovered any from that, but. Uh, well, remember, this is the difference from last week. Right. I get these numbers on Saturdays. So okay. where it was during the week, it might have tumbled higher, might have tumbled much lower. But the difference between last week and this week is $12.65. And when your stock is only at $32, $33 and change, that is over one-third of your value went mm -hmm. into the poo-poo place. So so for that, for that, we have a big we we be happy. We well now they're happy. saying. That revenues are, re revenues are regaining with Uber and Lyft, but their uh, driver incentives are starting to weigh down on on uh, the value, if you will. It's really, it's, it's really causing a crunch. They don't know what they, if they're on, on foot or horseback over with that because, no. you know, they're trying to, they want to try to give drivers and what incentives. I tell you, I haven't seen any incentive anywhere that they put out. And you know, I tell you something, they still send me emails. Sure. You, you still get emails from them all the time, right? I, I still get emails from Uber. Okay. I st have not seen one incentive that would make me say, well, oh geez, yeah, yeah, I really should consider doing this again. Uh, the, the stuff I see from Uber is like, and they word it in such a way, and keep in mind, when they give these drivers, oh, $500 guaranteed, all they're saying to you is if you do 150 rides or whatever the number is, we guarantee you 500 bucks that you'll make, you'll take in 500 bucks. So if you do $495, they'll spring for the other five bucks. That's all. They're just Ooh. promised to make up the difference if you do X number of rides, which means, you know, and unfortunately, their product has always been so shoddy, they just can't say come out and work. I mean, forget those that first year or two when they were spending money like crazy, cheap, cheap rates, paying drivers, you know, crazy good money. Uh, since then, it's all been a sideshow. It's uh, mm -hmm. both of them. Both of them are just, uh, just they've neither one of them ever has or ever will make money. But be that as it may, uh, there's a there's a bigger news item on the horizon here, and this is uh, I'll explain it to you for our radio audience. Young Mister Shannon is wearing specs today. He's wearing glasses. He's uh, we had a big discussion about this prior to the show, and I'm happy he's wearing them if that's what he needs. But he's wearing these damn cheaters. Go to the eye doctor, get some real glasses for gosh sakes. And what I've told him is. Is I've been to the eye doctor. I had the diabetic eye test for Christ's sake. So yeah. I've had the eye check. These are, I do have a pair of prescription glasses sitting down in my car. The that one thing I've, the one thing I've realized quickly is is that you do not drive with those on. Well, you because do not. no, you do not drive with those on. Hey, one more story real quick on the industry here. Before yeah, sure, we, sure, sure. I need to pick on you a little bit, um, There's a story out in, the, in London 
about how black cab drivers are facing a battle for existence amid calls to scrap the world famous knowledge taxi test. Uh, I'll give you a couple paragraphs from, from this. Uh, an influential think tank says drivers for ride hailing apps, including Uber, should have the same privileges as black cabbies. Hell no. A report right. by the Adam Smith Institute recommends that the world-famous London map test should go, which licensed taxi chiefs last week warned would be a catastrophe. Minicabs and others should be also able to use bus lanes and pick up passengers from the street to make services cheaper and easier, the Institute recommends. Ministers are currently mulling over more regulation by introducing a off-equal, I'm not quite sure what that word is, certified test for all potential cabbies. I'm assuming including the uh, the the mini cabs, if you will. Um, but uh, uh, Tory MP Greg Smith and the ASI are calling for greater deregulation. Mm-mm, no way. I've never been to London. We've we've had some good friends uh, over the years uh, that we've spoken to, made some new friends that are in the biz over there. Uh, we've read a lot up on the black cab industry in London. I've spoken to many, many people over the years who I've yet to hear anybody say a bad thing about the service and availability of the black cabs. Uh, In a city like London, which is all based on old ox trails where cattle wandered, uh, I don't know that I could ever learn the streets in London. New York City is easy. Manhattan's easy. Above 14th Street, it's all a grid. You don't have to be a geography master to to learn New York City. But this, the knowledge has been around for 300 years now, 300 plus years, or a version of it. Right. Uh, the London black cabbies are as much are as much a part of London as Big Ben, the London Bridge, Parliament, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Windsor Castle. All you have to do is look on social media and look how many of these Uber cars are going the wrong way, winding up on roofs, on their own roof and other people's roofs. Yeah. Uh, You know, to, and I'm not saying all black cab cab drivers are saints. They're not. They've got their share. But for the most part, when you get in a black cab, I'm not saying they rip people off. They steal from each other. But that's just a taxi driver thing. You, you you nick somebody's fare, uh, but to take away the knowledge, which look, there's you most of those uh, Uber and Lyft, uh, not Lyft, but all those drivers there. If their GPS goes down, they're lost, literally and figuratively lost. So, if my voice means anything, and I'm sure John concurs, keep the knowledge. Man, it's bad enough in most places. All you need is, uh, you know, X amount of money for the license and a face to, to become a cab driver. And mm-hmm. uh, London should not lose that that uniqueness about them in a wonderful that I'm sure is a wonderful city. And I'll get there eventually. I don't know when, but I'll get there. And uh, John, well, John looks like he's having trouble there. 
No, 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 no troubles at all. I'm just, just waiting for my, my lane to merge in here. Poppy, you. <laughs> um, you know, yes, I, I, I think that, uh, that the knowledge has made, uh, has set up London, set London taxi drivers, uh, miles ahead of any competition that they have in that industry whatsoever. Um, but here's, here's the, the thing I'm seeing is that how many, how many people these days in 20, in, in 2022 are want to be, want to make that investment and, and dry and drive a, taxi and go through what they have to go through in order to do so. I've, surprisingly, I've never, surprisingly a fair amount. I'd be interested to see the numbers. I uh, just to, to know specifically because there comes a point in time where, and it's the same thing with a lot of different, uh, even when you look at, at schooling these days here in this country, um, whereas schools still focus on the basics, you know, your reading, writing, arithmetic, that type of thing. Whereas they're not teaching them how to best utilize the tools that they have available to them. It's like the old say, like, like the old carpenters, you know, they're still, teaching they're still teaching these young carpenters how to use a a saw and a reg a hand saw and a regular hammer as opposed to a nail gun and a power saw you know a miter saw mm -hmm. and well, what's wrong with that the what's wrong with that is that we're not teaching i don't think we're teaching students <clears throat> how to use the tools that are available to them in 2022 in order to, to better their careers, better their lives, whatever you might uh, want to say. Uh, John, there is also walk before you run. You have to build it. You can't build a house without putting a good foundation down. And there's no shortcut. There is no shortcut to a good foundation. You have to dig, dig the hole. Mm -hmm. Build out the basement, put the supports, whatever. I'm not a construction guy. Okay. You know. But these days, what are you using? What are you using to uh, to dig the hole? Are you still I'm using not, a you still using I'm, a spade a spade shovel from uh, how how you dig the hole is irrelevant. First, you have to know it's not. It's it, not irrelevant. Okay. All right. Look, I'm not saying not to use modern technology. But where's the harm in knowing how to do it an unpowered way? It, are, are the tools we have today, uh, does it make the job go faster? Absolutely. Down the line, it, it makes it more economically feasible, to be sure, because you can do more. But that doesn't mean I still shouldn't know how to use a hammer or a handsaw. Because when you're on the job site, and all the power goes, and you got to get that last two-before cut. And I see how I said it, two-before. Uh, and all you have is a handsaw. What are you going to use? 
You're going to wait for eight hours till the power comes back? Well, let's face it. <laughs> Quite frankly, have you seen any construction sites? Have you seen if, if, if uh, something goes wrong with the power or, or something goes wrong with one of, of one of their machines that they need to do the job? Okay. They don't oh. all of a sudden start digging out the <laughs> let's drag let's drag out the pickaxe and the the pickaxe and the shovel here and let's let's do this shit all by hand. It, it is not going to happen. And I'll say this: Have you ever seen a street construction crew? They yeah. sure they get, they get the jackhammers out and they bust up the concrete. And I, I just saw it uh, the other day. They, and they're digging it out by hand because that was the best way to do it in that tight situation. They could not get a machine in there. So it helped to have that kind of that knowledge. How to use a shovel. What is so hard about learning the basics? Look, everybody should know how to, if you're in transportation, I sat through the New York City uh, Taxi Limousine Commission map class. It is scary. How many people barely know what a map is, let alone how to use one? Oh, right. So just, the thing is, Ed, is that a map, a map book. When's the last time you've seen a map book in any form of transportation? If I, the New York City of New York Taxi Limousine Commission mandates that you have one. See, that's foolish. Why? 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 Because as as all things as 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 things go. And trust me, I've had plenty of experience, as have you, uh, in in driving down the road. Uh, you got your map book in your hand. You're driving down the road. You're looking at the map. You're looking oh, at the map. Oh, you know. Oh, not me. Yeah, you're so full of it. No, I would pull over because you know I can't. You know, you're, you're constant. Your head is on a swivel. Then, look, you and I both started in the in the Flintstone age when all you had was a paper atlas a book right all right so we have that now at least i've you know once you learn how to use that book it's with you for the life for a lifetime and again your phone dies you're in the middle of a trip once you know how to use that book and it's not that difficult kids and kittens any any atlas you can walk into any any place along a highway and buy one the truck i used to have the Excuse me, Rand McNally Trucker's Atlas. Every page was was laminated. Oh, it's a beautiful book. I have it here somewhere. It's a beautiful, beautiful book, especially if you like maps and all that kind of thing, which I do. Oh, I love maps. Don't get me wrong. I but 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 but, but I don't. Nobody cares. That. No, nobody cares about what you think right now. Least of all me. Oh, oh, but okay. Say, so that's what it's come down to. That's pretty much where we are right now. Uh, you're listening to the final episode of <laughs> but no you you need to have the basics you didn't get up and start driving a car when you were a baby you had to work your way into that you had to learn to crawl and then walk and then run and learn how to what is a car and blah 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 you, to okay. have a basic, to have a basic knowledge of the the basic tools of your trade nobody's talking about going back to you know a pointy rock and well, uh you know and banging me, two rocks me. together but for god's sake can't people know how to use a basic map no i'm not stopping baby i'm going straight through till noon uh go ahead okay but you bring up a very good point
Don't I always? You, car, you 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 learned how to drive. Tell me what car what car did you use to take your driving test? My what car. Was the car. My car was a uh, oh, uh, I think it was a Malibu. Okay, probably nineteen uh, seventy, uh, early seventies. Same thing I, with me. Let's see, I took my. Actually, you know what? No, I, I, yeah, I did. I took my driving test in a uh, 72 Pontiac Le Mans. Ooh, how many, how many longshoremen came with that thing? Jeez, that's <laughs> a big, that was a big car, kids and kittens. And uh, what they, they built with what, 40 tons of steel? <laughs> the so my point is, is you didn't park it, you docked it. The cars back then, you know, you didn't have anything, you know, you didn't have the skid control back then with those cars. Yeah. You, you didn't have an ABS system. Yeah. Um, you're lucky if you had automatic transmission. No, that's not true. That's not true. Well, I, I, I am being a little sar uh, sarcastic there, but. Yeah, yeah, you uh, are. Lucky that you had, what the hell happened here okay but then. you're but john your basic driving skills you had basic driving skills when you took that test your skills have improved but you still had to start out with the basics this is my did point you here. did you when you the car first car you drove did it have a right side mirror on it no it did not why would it well, you can't drive these days. You can't have a car on the street without a right I side mirror. That, that's these days. My point that's is, these. is people are learning. People who are learning how to drive and getting their driver's licenses in 2022, of course, have, have a lot different. They have a different set of tools. Ever John. so, I mean, it isn't. No, it is. Yeah, the no, car no, no, no. has a steering we, we wheel. Do not, tires. We do not have to get out and crank the engine. Okay. But it doesn't change the fact that the piece of equipment itself is almost irrelevant to the, the basic skills required. Okay? But it's helpful to know that you can drive without a right side mirror. Because you know what you know what you can use in place of that? Turn your turn your flipping head to the right. Look around. It, it, to have basic knowledge and to have an alternate way of doing things. Now, we're in a position where we can't do this show without the Internet, okay? Uh, there are other ways to do it if we wanted to buy a radio station. Which, right. But we're not going to do that because... Uh, well, and we've hello, taken advantage of the technology, technology. to us. Exactly. But now we have also learned the basics of doing a really poor radio show, and we can take this poor radio show pretty much anywhere. <laughs> we have learned the basics of it. It's just a question of how do we transmit it? How do we get it out to the masses? You know, we, we, we're fortunate. We have StreamYard. We have, we have all this technology at our hands. But at the end of it, it's just you and me talking. All right? And we can do a show for two hours with just you and me talking. How do I know that? Because we've done it. Before we started getting into, you know, videos and, and audio tracks and, and all that good stuff, that's what we did. We just talked. So that is the basic, that is the foundation 
of what we do. And bringing this back around, yes, every cab driver in every city should know how to read a paper map because you never know when your phone's going to go, eh, eh, and suddenly you're lost. I'm not saying you have to use it all the time. GPS is a wonderful thing. We're all fortunate for it. But it makes people lazy. It makes them lazy. How many, you've seen this a thousand times, how many Uber drivers can't find a location? Why? Because they don't know how the street numbering works. They've never bothered to invest in, just because the GPS shows you the address, doesn't mean you can't combine that with good old-fashioned, hey, I know how the numbering works. I know which side of the street it'll be on. I know that uh, the these numbers run this particular way, you know, that they get higher going this way, lower going the other way. It, you know, there's so much basic knowledge that helps you augment the technology. Well, but a lot of that just comes with, with this outright experience. I agree I with care, you. I don't care I, if you use a map or, or what you use. You're not going to memorize, you know, after just even a year under your belt, you're not going to memorize a major metropolitan area. As I used to say to drivers, brand new drivers that came to, to lease from me, use the Atlas. You don't have to know where every street is. You just have to know where to get the information to find it, to find what you need. Once you learn how to use that book, the entire county in this case is at your fingertips. You yeah. can find anything. So just say I'm right. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say anything to that. I listen. I think that there there's a re, there's a reason for everything. Like you like to say, nothing happens in a vacuum. Who said that? See, <laughs> there are. And by the way, I was all, I was off this particular screen and didn't see I didn't see that Shaletta drop by and say hi. And yes, she uh, did. Yes, she did. And we okay, apologize. We'll we put yeah, it up. we apologize, Shaletta. We love you and thank you for tuning in by all means. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying that there is a reason why uh, Uber and Lyft here and Uber and, and whatever uh, other mini cab companies in London or wherever, there's a reason why these businesses came into existence and we have to remember that some sometimes we forget that a lot of this is about the consumer and for whatever reason especially what i've noticed here in in this area the consumer wasn't necessarily happy with uh with uh taxi cabs you'll get you'll get no argument from me we got lazy as an industry yes. We got lazy. Why? Because we didn't have competition. Competition is a good, healthy thing. But again, we're not going to get into the whole what should have been legal, what should have not. That's not what we're talking about now. That We can uh -huh. do days on that. But, all right. So just, okay, John, I see where you're coming from. You admit I'm right and that you don't know what you're talking about. So, uh -huh. <sighs> I can't believe you just let that one lie there. You just, I just knocked the one out. There just becomes some times where you just have to pick your fights. <laughs> this is not the hill you want to die on. Exactly. Okay. 
Exactly. I guess at this point in time, you know, you're, you're still one of my bestest buddies in the whole world. And if it makes you feel, if you, if it makes you feel empowered that you think, you know, what the hell you're talking about in this situation at this point in time, I'm just ready to let you rock and roll. I, I, I'm quite comfortable in my, uh, in my insanity here. Thank you very much. <laughs> my world, in my world, the sky is planned. Thank you. There you go. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you'd like to call in and uh, and give us uh, your piece of information, or your your opinion, excuse me. Um, I hate to say it. We got we to gotta roll into it, man. It's, it's like the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. We this uh, this is uh, I f- I find this whole situation disgusting, although not surprising. Let's be specific about what we're talking about. Jeff. Yeah, exactly. We are talking about the leaked. Um, what is it? Opinion or it, it's a draft draft opinion up from the Supreme Court. Before we get any further into this. And I do believe I speak for John when I say this. And this, I'm being very serious now. Whenever I talk about this topic, I want this to be crystal clear. No one who was born without a uterus should be even involved in this discussion, or at least in, in decision making. Okay. True. We are here. We are here for support for the women in our lives. And whatever they need us to do, that's what we should be doing. But should we make the decision on how, when, or if? No, that is, uh, and and also, our elected officials, uh, a group of old dopey white men, should not be making these decisions. So, with that being said, and that's we, I, I again, I believe John agrees with me on that, or is with me on that. Uh, mm-hmm. We we firmly we we stand behind. I stand behind. I will now speak for myself here. I stand behind every woman's right to choose. It is her body. Everybody's screaming, it's my body, so they don't want to take the the vaccination. It's my body. It's my right. Well, I got news for you, kids and kittens. You say it works all the time. It works for everybody for everything. You can't have it both ways. Absolutely. Both ways. So, uh, yeah, so so this, this opinion, this draft of an opinion, from Judge Alito leaked mm-hmm. over the week. Now, the Republicans are going batshit crazy. You know, find this person who leaked it. We're going to hang them by the yard arms. Blah, 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 blah. But of course, they're okay with, uh, you know, taking away women's reproductive rights. They're, they're just fine with that. Uh, I've got a I've got a tweet here from uh, somebody I follow, and everybody should follow this person. Uh, angry staffer at angry underscore staffer, and he or she nobody knows who they are, who it is. So we'll, we'll use he just for no other reason. "Quote: Listen, shit libs, banning or restricting access to firearms isn't going to do anything to limit their availability to those who really want one. So anyway, here's how we're going to ban abortion." You know, they they, they they talk out of both sides of their face. Oh, oh we couldn't possibly, you know, we couldn't possibly ban firearms. We pos- what do, what do you, 
do you think that before 1973 that there weren't abortions being performed? No, they were just being performed in the back in back alleys with coat hangers. And and who do you think? What? How do you think they're gonna? You think they're gonna stop completely when this is all over? Absolutely no. not. No, we uh, we we continued to drink during prohibition, and what happened? People got hurt because things there was no regulation on it. You know, things that hurt us, smoking and alcohol, are perfectly fine. Why? Because they spend big money in Congress. You know. Uh, I'm I'm living proof, almost dying proof, of what smoking will do to you. Uh, I I I got out easy, uh, but we still uh, we're we're cool with it. We're cool with it. We're cool with alcohol, which cre- creates more damage. My God, you know, just getting behind the wheel of it. How many people get behind the wheel of a car? And and what's even more frustrating is these states that are doing just a complete total ban. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I think the only exception for many of them is uh, if the mother's life is in danger, and even some may not even go that far. It's just nope, nope. We don't care. We don't care. And, and well, it's just we we're talking also about rape victims. We we're talking about incest. Uh, incest. We're talking about. 12 and 13 year old girls right who are going to be forced into bringing a, a baby to term I'll tell you what John I think uh, as much as you and I we know where we stand on this we have somebody close by that is much better with the words and is sorely missed but I think in two minutes has encapsulated this whole debate so we're going to play this for you, and we'll, we'll be back on the other side. Why is it that most of the people who are against abortion are people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first place? Huh? Huh? Boy, these conservatives are really something, aren't they? They're all in favor of the unborn. They will do anything for the unborn. But once you're born, you're on your own. Pro-life conservatives are obsessed with the fetus from conception to nine months. After that, they don't want to know about you. They don't want to hear from you. No, nothing. No neonatal care, no daycare, no head start, no school lunch, no food stamps, no welfare, no nothing. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. Conservatives don't give a shit about you until you reach military age. (laughs) Then they think you are just fine, just what they've been looking for. Conservatives want live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. (laughs) Pro-life. Pro-life. These people aren't pro-life, they're killing doctors. What kind of pro-life is that? What, they'll do anything they can to save a fetus, but if it grows up to be a doctor, they just might have to kill it? (laughs) They're not pro-life. You know what they are? They're anti-woman. Simple as it gets. Anti-woman. They don't like it. They don't like women. 
They believe a woman's primary role is to function as a broodmare for the state. Pro-life. You don't see many of these white anti-abortion women volunteering to have any black fetuses transplanted into their uteruses, do you? No, you don't see them adopting a whole lot of crack babies, do you? No, that might be something Christ would do. <laughs> George Carlin, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't know the exact year that's from. It's at least 10 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, so... This is this is a debate that's been raging, and and he nails salient points all the way through, start to finish. Yes, I, I, I mean there really is no other way to, in my eyes, to see it than than the GQP is anti-woman. Uh, they're anti. You're not a white guy. They're making it difficult for everybody. By the way, remember, in November, vote blue in your primaries. Vote wherever you need to. Uh, in November, if you're not going to vote blue, vote Ed. But anyway, getting back to so yeah, so this uh, this whole abortion thing is, as a friend of mine used to say, is an abortion. It, it, it's we we oh god, I, I'm good. John, please just take the okay. ball. Here's the thing, I've and I had a uh, have had a lengthy debate with our friend Ken Coons over, over the weekend, over t through Twitter. We love you, Ken. Um, you know, the, the, I understand. Look, I understand sometimes where he's coming from on things, mm -hmm. but what he, he claims to be a centrist. He's come out, come as far as saying that, uh, that he thinks that Trump shouldn't run again in uh, in uh, 2024. I'm going which... to interrupt you one one second. As far as Ken is concerned, one one of the things I I, I truly enjoy about him is that he is he is firm in his opinions, but he is also reasonable enough to accept other people's. Yes, standards. yes, he doesn't he doesn't start calling people names. He doesn't no. start you no. know. And, and trust me, I I, I truly truly appreciate that. And I even misunderstood one of his comments from last week when I thought he was taking a shot at me for, for uh, being undereducated, but uh, that's, that's another story for another time. Mm -hmm. My point is with that is, is that he uh, is strongly against uh, abortion rights and he thinks it should be a state issue. Well, it's not even, this is, this is one of those things that, it shouldn't even be a state issue. This is, it shouldn't be a city issue. Shouldn't, this is literally something between a woman and her doctor, mm -hmm. period. And quite frankly, if, if she finds a doctor that isn't w willing to go with her wishes, then you find one that is. Right, um, right. The fact of the matter, this is a very personal and private decision that a woman is making and it and do you think it's an easy decision it yeah look I, i'm not going to try to tell you that there aren't at least if some women who go out and and have willy-nilly abortions you know just because they just having you know uncontrolled sex and whatever whatever it is whatever the case may be uh, you know, I've heard of cases where there are women that'll get, you know, 
two or three abortions a uh, in a year's time. Mm. And that's look, that is disgustingly tragic, but I hate to say it, people, it is still that person's right to do so that whatever that is girl, whatever that is in their uterus, it's not a baby. It's not a child. We don't celebrate conception dates. We celebrate birth dates. It is not a birth until that baby comes sliding towards home out the JJ. It's those. I love it when you use the clinical terms. It just uh, makes me so proud. I appreciate it very much. The point. The point is, is until that point in time, that is not a baby. That is a fetus. That is an embryo. And I, look, I know. I I have somebody, know somebody personally, who almost was aborted and I love the little guy to the point where you know I I'm, I'm happy that he that that he didn't but you know what if the situation were to be if if it was something that the mother of that of that particular child uh if I if the situation were to point to be to the point where he was going to be, you know, raised up in, in or couldn't even be raised. Well, let's just, let's just use worst case scenarios here that there was no chance in hell that this child was going to have a normal life. Then, you know what I, as much, but my point is, is that wouldn't have been my decision to make it wouldn't have been anybody else's decision to make, but that child's mother. And in this case, the mother decided to have that child and everything to my knowledge is going, is going swimmingly. So, um, I think that when you, when you bring in, when when you start bringing in people, because you know they're all thumping you over the head with their Bibles, and they're oh you know you can't have this. The Bible says it's it's an abomination, and you you can't you're not you can't do this. Look, you shouldn't be doing that. That if you think about how some of these kids have come into uh, come into being how some of these fetuses have come into being, you'd think, well, geez, that probably shouldn't have happened either. You know, maybe that, uh, maybe that, uh, 40 year old man shouldn't have been diddling with a, with a 12 year old girl. Shouldn't have been touched. Shouldn't have been messing around with his niece or his granddaughter or whatever. Um, I, you know, as many sickening things as you could possibly think of. And I apologize on this. I don't have a shock value when it comes to this. So if I, if what I say sounds shocking, it is just because, look, you know, when he got to be my age and what I've seen doing what I do for a living, uh, nothing shocks you anymore. Nothing shocks me at all. And, uh, just the fact of the matter is, is that uh, 
people are this this debate over legalized abortion has been raging it was raging when i was when i was a kid i remember seeing the posters and the protesters and and what have you and this is something that the the right wing thinks they finally they they finally got a victory on and and i hate to say this folks but unless you get off your ass in November, I'm not talking about the presidential election. I'm talking about the midterm elections. If you don't get off your ass and vote to protect, and I'm speaking to women directly here, if you don't vote to protect your own uterus, somebody else is going to have control over this. Somebody's going to have control over your uterus, your daughter's uterus, your granddaughter's uterus. Somebody else will be in control of that. And if that's what you want, well, then I, I don't know what to say for you, but I don't think you want, I don't think people really want to see this. And um, so all I can say is, is just vote accordingly. Well, it's, it's uh, uh, kudos on you, John. Uh, but that leads into this PSA that's uh, circulating right now. And uh, just to set it up for our audio listeners, uh, the scene is a mother and her daughter are stopped on the side of the road by the police. Listen, everything's going to be okay, right? Just let me do the talking, okay? Just never Evening, ladies. License, please. Where are you headed? Oh, we're just out for a drive. Headed to the border? Oh, no, no. We were just going up to the... Uh, hey the, there. The... What's your name? Grace? Are you pregnant, Grace? Step out of the vehicle. She does not have to yes, do she that. Does. No, 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 no. Show me your hands no, on the wheels, please. Grace, step out of the vehicle. On the wheel. Yeah, that I didn't, was, even, didn't even cover that. The yeah, fact that, 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 was, that was from uh, the Lincoln Project, I believe. And the tagline at the end was, uh, the Republicans have taken away your right to choose in November, take away their right to govern. Which, by the way, they're not governing anyway. They just want power. But be that as it may, it's a, it's a, and the hashtag was GOP Handmaid's Tale. Uh, so, you know, this is what that's coming to. And, uh, you know well and and i didn't even bring this up as we're talking about these states that if if roe v wade is is uh uh abolished overturned you've got half i think we was watching this this uh chip franklin uh where he got really serious i'd like to play that at some point in time here but he uh yeah, sure. Go uh, ahead. If uh, yeah, let's go ahead and play that. And this is this is how serious this is because Chip Franklin, uh, one of our favorite uh, uh, P- or in- sources of information, he's getting he's dead serious on this as far as what's next. Parts of this this 
parts of this opinion that sound a lot like Justice Clarence Thomas. Uh, when you read through it, you'll see on a few occasions the word abortionist. So what's next? If you live in a blue state, you're probably thinking we're safe, right? But are you? If the Supreme Court can allow states to arrest and prosecute women, maybe even chase them across state lines, what is to keep them from making birth control illegal? I know, that sounds insane, right? In Griswold versus Connecticut, the Supreme Court struck down a law prohibiting birth control, arguing that the law violated a fundamental right to privacy. That was in 1965, eight years before Roe. This right to privacy is the foundation for Roe v. Wade. If Republicans can strip away privacy, what's next? Half the states in the U.S. are poised to make abortion illegal, and there's already been discussions to prohibit women from leaving the state to get an abortion and to execute doctors who perform them. When Amy Coney Barrett was asked during her confirmation hearing whether Griswold versus Connecticut was decided correctly, she declined to answer. Now, her silence speaks volumes. Couple that to the court's new conservative majority and anything is possible. Remember the Hobby Lobby fiasco? The court allowed religious groups to argue that some forms of contraception or abortifacients, basically anything that can prevent a pregnancy, like a condom. Anti-abortion movement, a nationwide ban. Washington Post literally reported this morning that leading anti-abortion groups and their allies in Congress have been meeting behind the scenes to plan a national strategy that would kick in if the Supreme Court rolls back abortion rights this summer, including a push for a strict nationwide ban on abortion. That's right. If the House and Senate go to the GOP this year and then in 2024, they'll try to make it a federal law, even in blue states. So what's next? Maybe your wife or your daughter or your grandchild. Do you have a plan? Because they do. Chip Franklin, folks. A more, yeah. solemn, tone, a more solemn tone than we're accustomed to with, uh, with young Chip. Yes, exactly. And this is not... Uh, Fun and games is over, and I think that a lot of people uh, are starting to see this. Uh, well, just just on a on a vaguely lighter note, uh, the good folks at the Good Liars uh, had uh, were questioning, asking, I believe he's a priest, some questions about abortion and uh, the hypocrisy that you see from quote unquote. Good Christians is astounding at times. You say the Bible is a pro-life book? Of course. Of course. Uh, and then, uh, what do you say to the people out there who say, well, you know what? God killed everybody on earth. He, he killed everybody except for Noah and a bunch of farm animals. That's not very pro-life. No, uh, it doesn't sound like it. Because yeah, I've had people make the argument, there's probably some pregnant women that were there and the flood happened that God sent. And he kind of aborted those babies. Well, on the same hand, he also did have an ark and did try to save as many as he could. And it was but a boat is really small. You know, you couldn't fit all. Of, if if a if a fetus is, you know, a, a considered a baby, shouldn't he have saved every pregnant woman because because the, there's life on them? So we do try to save every baby. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about the the ark. The ark itself. He should have put all the pregnant women on the ark. My. So the interpretation of the Genesis story is hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because you're a hypocrite. Because the Bible, look, what folks get out of the Bible, if you get something great out of it, you learn lessons. 
That's wonderful. I'm happy for you. But it was not written by, quote unquote, God. It has been written and translated. And retranslated. And retranslated by human beings. Real people, just like you and I. What was that that game that we used to play in? uh, Telephone. 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 You, You would start, you'd have 10 people in a circle. One person would start with a phrase. Let's say the phrase that you started with was Mary had a little lamb. And even if somebody wasn't trying to, okay, uh, let me explain the game. You you whispered a phrase into the ear of the person to your left, and it went around the circle. You can only say it one time. And then the next, that person had to repeat it. So it would usually wind up with, you start with Mary had a little lamb, and at the end of it, it's Mary. Mary rides tricycles down the down the center lane, so far off. And that's presuming somebody didn't change it intentionally in the middle, which uh-huh. which happens. But and not to say it wouldn't happen with the Bible, but yes, it's retranslated, and people hear what they want to hear uh, on more than one occasion. More than one occasion, folks have gone into the Bible and said and pointed out the hypocrisy. People use the Bible to say, God said you can't do that. Well, that's not true. And when you look in the Bible, you'll find these things are not there. And this is a storybook. And my deepest apologies to those that find comfort in that book. And there is great comfort to be had. And I, I, I applaud you if you can. And I will defend your right to whatever whatever faith it is you have. It's not for me, but this is a book written by human beings and you will find all sorts of hypocrisy in there. And the very things that everybody's screaming at all about the conservatives. Oh, we can't, we can't blah, 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 blah. It's all in the book. You've got ancestral lesbians in the book sister. Oh man. It's, it just, <sighs> What was it that I was seeing of just the, uh, oh, what was it? It was one of these, one of these rallies, one of these Trump rallies where, you know, you believe in freedom of religion. Yes. Do you believe in Christian, you know, do you believe in Christianity? Yes. Do you believe in Judaism? Yes. Do you believe in Islam? No. 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 I, I just watched that clip last night. It's again, it's from the good liars. Uh, the woman claimed, "Oh yeah, no, everybody's entitled to their right to religion." And you know, no, I don't, I don't, I don't look down on people for their something like that. You know, she put up mm-hmm. a big act. You could see when when the question about Judaism was asked, she hesitated momentarily. Yes, and then oh, oh yeah, yeah, well, because she realized, oh okay, most Jews are white people, and then uh, but then it got got to Islam or you know Muslims. Oh no, yeah, that was a hard no, wasn't it? No, no, look, look, there's hundreds of gods that people believe in. Uh, I just happen, you believe, everybody believes in one of them. I just happen to believe in one less than yeah. everybody else does. Uh, and again, if you're believing in them, you, it's in the same category as other mythical creatures or m- mythical characters like Santa Claus and Easter Bunny. Yeah. So, well, that's uh, where. Uh, oh, we'll be able to actually see that, uh, see that. Uh, aforementioned uh, clip on our uh, top of the hour break now that I think about it. 
Uh, oh yes, actually, yes, yes, yes. That uh, the the very clip we're talking about will uh, will make its way. Exactly. So stick, state, state, stick tuned. Well, we have a couple of minutes, and just to uh, change change the tone here, uh, the the board of directors here at Radio TFI have an agreement in principle on a new site for the uh, Radio TFI Executive Tower as of uh, as of yesterday. Uh, thank you. Thank you. No papers have been signed. No, no money has exchanged hands, but it's all in the works. So within the next, oh, I don't know, within the next four weeks or so, we'll uh, probably sometime in June, we will do the big unveiling on the new uh, executive tower. Yes, and we're going to move all 347 stories. All at once. We, all at once. We're rushing to finish the renovations here. So that we can reopen that we're not going to open the rest of the tower, we're just going to work off the ground floor until we move it. So that's the decision that's been made. Yes, there's some dust around and all that, but once we open the once we move the tower, we're going to open all the floors and uh uh there's so much there's so much dust on those upper floors that I actually I actually uh, somebody uh did me gave me a virtual tour. And I uh -huh. actually saw something written in the dust. Looked like it came really? from the from the seventies. As Kilroy was here. Oh, oh no! It's more more from the forties, my friend. More from the forties. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's been around for a while. But no, no, it's a beautiful piece of property, and uh, I think we're all going to be happy there in the new digs. Uh, we uh, we have ample parking. It's been a problem here. Uh, wonderful parking. Uh, I went out and I saw four places yesterday. Two of them were uh, in the same complex. I'll tell you what, if I never have to go apartment hunting again, it'll be too soon. It will be <laughs> way, way too soon. I, uh, but but anyway, you, see, you think apartment hunting was a bitch. Of course, you've already told me you weren't going to be doing a whole lot of moving as far as no. furniture and what have no, you. No, 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 no. I'm, uh, I'm uh, going to be buying mostly new furniture. I'm taking my dining room table, which I may have to get a new one now because I got a huge dining room coming up. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. There's uh I'm trying to trying to get ready for for the hour too, and I'm I'm, well, I'm behind here. Just because we uh, we kind of go to a a lighter side in hour number two doesn't mean that if you've got something on your mind, you can't give us a give us a jingle here seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. That's the number. Uh, we'll kind of go into a little lighter uh, side, just killing time, if you will. And uh, we will uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. It is Thursday, January 6th. It has been one year, if you can believe it. One year. One year. The one-year anniversary of a violent assault on the center of America's democracy. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Three hundred sixty-five days since feces were smeared. 12,000 self-incriminating Instagram pictures One Viking shaman doing three and a half years Infectors, infectors, this guy tried to steal a lectern Stupid facts, huge douchebags and this ass white shoes 727 insurrectionists arrested Who else should be jailed for this unsuccessful coup? How about this? Love is a traitorous scum Let's just tear it down Camo-based outfits 12,116 Mason-used tears 147 treasonous dimwits One of who really cannot pull off a beer Is that a bad Donald Trump's new ideological screening test will weed out extremists with extreme views about religion, such as its oppression of women, gays, and non-believers. That's right. Trump wants prospective Americans to embrace religious freedom, gender equality, and gay rights. At a recent rally in Wisconsin, his fans were on board. I am for extreme vetting. I am. I think it is a good idea. Extreme vetting. Think that's a good idea? Of course. He forgot one thing. Just make him eat some bacon. These guys were pumped about America's values of tolerance, so I knew they'd pass Trump's test with flying colors. Fill in the blank for me. Two men getting married is blank. Disgusting. Actually, the answer is legal in the United States. Oh, it's legal, but I don't like it. It's important uh, to believe in, our, you know, to have respect for everyone's religion. So you respect Christianity? I do. Judaism? Yes. Islam? No. Can a woman be president? The presidency is a man's job. I have women are qualified to be president. No. 
A female has more hormones. She could start a war in 10 seconds. If she has hot flashes, whatever, boom. Haven't all wars been started by men? Yes. Do you think a gay couple should have the same rights as a... No, I don't. I really don't. I don't think it's fair. To the gay couple? Well, no, but the regular couple, they work so hard, you know, and the gay couple, they want more. Do you, When you say more, do you mean equal? Yeah, they want equal in that. And that's just too much? Yeah. No, that's the wrong answer. Sorry. Hold on. Turns out Trump's ideology test was going to be harder than I thought. Whenever I hear president, I think of man. It's a man's job. What, what, what sort of... I may be... Uh, Close-minded. No, yeah, well, no. Um, Misogynistic? <laughs> no. You're voting against your own interests. That's it. Thank you very much. These extreme nations, they don't, they don't treat women with respect. We treat women with respect here. Yes, we do. That's an American ideal. Yeah. Tell me about your shirt. What's it say? It says, <laughs> Hillary sucks. <laughs> but not like Monica. Hilarious. So we were talking about treating women with respect. It's an American ideal that we treat women with respect. You gotta give me the back of that shirt one more time. That's too much fun. Trump that bitch! <laughs> we don't even see the irony in it. I love it, right? As passionate as these guys were, they just weren't passing Trump's ideological test. Luckily, there was still time to study. This will just help you prep for the test. So if you take it again, you'll be more welcome here. Uh, this is a DVD of the third season of Will and Grace. Okay. It's really likable and not too gay, gay people. This one is going to be good for you. Gloria Steinem. This really, like, uh, humanizes women. Because <laughs> us feminists, we have so much work to be done, you know. You a feminist? No. Obviously, extreme vetting was necessary to weed out extremists. But until this plan was in place, were any of us safe? Are you afraid the extremists are already here right now? They could be anywhere. They could be right here. They could be. Yeah. They could be over there. They could be that guy or this guy. They could be anybody. They could be anybody. All right, welcome back to hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Once again, from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon over there in Queens, New York in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. Let me knock on the door, see if he's, is he there? Is he, is he, yeah, yeah, he's there, he's there, he's there. Uh, welcome again. The one and only Ed Van Ness once again. Good morning, sir. And good morning, kids and kittens. Uh, once again, we trust you've had a fine, fantastic week. Uh, you got through this nasty weather that swept through a lot of the country, including here. Boy, we, what a deluge yesterday. And um, happy Mother's Day for those of you. Uh, this will be the 23rd Mother's Day that I missed my mom. I miss my mom every day, but, uh, so yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, and then of course you've got Samuel Jackson with, uh, happy. Now I guess I can't get no, no, no. <laughs> I'll yank you off the air for that one. Come on now. <laughs> we let Carlin slide because he's George Carlin and he's dead. <laughs> Oof. We can we can take care of one of those 
circumstances for you. Once again, uh, if you want to uh, join in on our conversation here, we're going to try to keep it a little bit lighter here in this uh, in this second hour, but you never know where it's going to stray. So uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. That's the number if you're up to giving us a call. So I guess why don't we, without, uh, as they say, further ado, Let's go ahead and take a look at this, uh, the birthdays for this upcoming week between today and May 14th. Let's play the intro. Here we go. So, starting again from today, May 8th, rolling through to uh, May 14th, we have today where singer Tony Tennille is 82 years old. I find that not only hard to believe, but disappointing. I guess not. She's she's lived, lived a good life. With, uh, without the captain here of the last uh, several uh, several years as he's passed away. Oh, listen, hey, before uh, before I go any further here on this, I was I meant was uh, going to mention that uh, we lost a uh, kind of a musical icon here uh, over the uh, over the uh, last uh, what was it, yesterday. It looks like we lost Mickey Gilly. Oh, did we? I hadn't heard that. Yes, yeah. Mickey Gilly passed away. I want to say he was eighties, nineties. Oh, I am. I'm believing. I'm totally believing he was about eighty. Come on, it's it's coming to me. Eighty-six years old. Well, to to uh, the place that made Urban Cowboy work. That was his place in Urban Cowboy, Gillies. Yep. Oh, that's uh, rest in power, my friend. Rest in power. Moving mm-hmm. on. Moving on. Uh, another birthday here for today where actor David Keith is 68 years old. What is wrong with our... We're having technical issues today with our display. Go ahead, sir. Well, it looks okay to me. Uh, looking at uh, May 9th now, where singer Eric Burden will be 81 years old. Oh, what's the song? What's the song? What's the song? Well, let's see. He's got some, of course, you know, the one I'm thinking of is, uh, of course, I know him from war. He was with uh, one other group before that, the Animals, I think it was. If right, but he had a sing on his own. Uh, he had a solo. It uh, wasn't spill the wine, was it? I don't remember. That's why I'm having trouble. Moving huh. on. I didn't see anything here for May 10th or May 11th. That's whatsoever. okay. You don't, have to, you don't have to explain it. Just move on. So we'll go on to May 12th. Well, we have a handful here. We're singer Billy Swan will be 80 years old. Who, who is Billy Swan? Have you ever heard the song 
I can help? No. There's a one-hit wonder for you from the well, 70s. I, I have no idea who that is or what that song is. That's saying oh something. I guess. Make a uh, note. That could be next week's challenger. Oh, wait a minute. No. <laughs> anyway, or maybe the week after. Anyway. Uh, okay. Also, uh, for uh, May 12th, actor Ving Rhames will be 63. Wow. Wow. Hey, wait a minute. I'm 63. That's not so bad. <laughs> really? Actor Emilia es- Emilio Estevez will be 60. No kidding. Name uh, name is Dad. Sheen. Char- uh, not Charlie Sheen. Uh, no, that's not right. Martin Sheen? Martin no. Sheen. Is it? Martin Sheen. Yeah, now... Now, who's his brother? Um, Charlie Sheen. That is correct. Estevez is actually the family name. Martin Sheen changed it back, way back <laughs> in the day when he first got into acting. And then uh, Charlie changed his as well. Uh, his first name is actually... Oh, 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 I can't. It's a Spanish name. But, uh, but Emilio left his to distinguish himself from his dad and his brother. So, anyway, there you go. There's a little, uh, there's a little there something. There you go. Uh, also on May 12th, actress Vanessa Williams will be 59. Now, honestly, there's one I would have thought was older. Really? I thought she was older, yes. Former Miss America had the, uh, had yeah. the title stripped from her. So to, so to speak? Yes. Did you ever see those pictures? I did. You're not the only one. Uh, I'm sure that that particular issue of Penthouse sold a lot of copies. But on the other hand, stop and think about it. How many Miss America winners have had the the lengthy career she's had? Well, this is true. There you go. So say what you will. Very accomplished actress. There's a long list of movie credits. Mm -hmm. And not just... And not just bit parts either. So anyway, moving on. Okay, actress Kim Fields. You probably know her from the Facts of Life. Facts it's, of Life, if you watch that particular show. Uh, 53 take, years old. You take the good, you take the bad. Exactly. Take them all, and I don't know the words. The Facts of Life, the Facts of Life. Because there was nothing like watching four girls go through puberty on network television. <laughs> She's 10 years younger oh. than me. God bless her. Moving on to the 13th, where singer Stevie Wonder will be 72 years old. What? What? He's another one that should be much older than that. Now, there's Here's a man one. who's had a career and uh, a career and a half. Absolutely. Here's one that I kind of thought would have been uh, would have been a little older. Comedian Stephen Colbert will be 58 years old. That's about right. And we just played a bit from his show coming into this hour. Also on the 13th, where Darius Rucker will be 56 years old. And the Dolphins make him cry. Huh? Um, from the song, uh, uh, 
Oh, I can't think of the name of it. Putting in the blowfish. Uh-huh. Uh, he I actually went on to have a... You're not a big country music fan, but he actually went oh, on to have a somewhat successful country music career. Their first um, big commercial hit. I only want to be with you. Right. There's a line in there, and the dolphins make me cry. And he's actually referring to the Miami Dolphins. And in the video, who is there but none other, none other than Dan Marino. Miami has a dolphin, the greatest football team. I'm done. Stick a cork in it. <laughs> NFL schedule comes out Thursday the 12th. I think we're playing the Vikings this year. Ooh, that ought to be actually, fun. Actually, I know we're playing the Vikings, and I think uh, four years ago, was it, were the, did the Dolphins come to Minneapolis the last time? I don't remember. I, I think, I think we get Green I think Bay. they did, because I remember having fun with it, because uh, Vikings did kind of whoop up on the Dolphins a little bit in that game. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> sure uh, you don't. <laughs> I have no recollection of that. I'm sure you don't. <laughs> they, they had, they had well, the canning facility ready for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have that all, all starting in September with uh, when John and Ed versus the spread. Uh, also, also known as John. John cheats like a son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Last but not least, on May 14th, next Saturday, director-producer George Lucas will have a birthday. And believe it or not, I can't, for the life of me, go, here it is, 78 years old. John, I want to say nobody in this business is more prepared than you. I really want to say that. I I want to say it. I definitely want to. But you can't see what I'm looking at here because I have it on my phone. And, uh, yeah, well, you know what? I don't even own a printer right now, so. Here, this this works wonderfully. See, I got stuff I, we haven't even gotten to yet. I do not have a printer. And looking at your printed co- copy, I couldn't afford that much damn ink that you use. <laughs> you go to the store to get ink every other week or what? No, no, it, it lasts me just fine. Just fine. And next week, I will print next week's on that side of it. Oh, oh boy, aren't we? We are. We are. We're, we're, we're a much better person than you are, simply because of these things. Well, I can surely appreciate that. Don't call me Shirley. Before, <clears throat> All right. Before we get into this other thing, I uh, I just want to put out a little something that I read over the weekend, and I think it's something to think about for all you literature, literature folks out there that, that like uh, the classics. And uh, this is about uh, Romeo and Juliet, a couple of facts. You know Shakespeare wrote Romeo and Juliet, but they never wrote back. <laughs> anyway, uh, Romeo and Juliet is not a love story. It's a three-day relationship between a 13-year-old and a 17-year-old that results in six deaths. 
That's the truth. Okay. Wow, that that landed like a lead balloon. I okay. don't care. I, if I I apologize deeply, but literature. I call it liter literature. Yeah, but don't you see? Everybody thinks it's the greatest love story in the world, and it's not. And that that ju is just pointing out the reality of it. It's just a couple of teenagers who wind up six people wind up dead at the end of the story. Well, two of them were kids. Anyways, <laughs> you don't care. You you are you are absolutely absolutely one hundred percent right. You're Absolutely. just waiting for me. To, you're just waiting for me to hit the button, aren't you? Pretty much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. And it's time once again for battle of the '70s one-hit wonders, where uh, we have. Uh, Two songs who were from the era of the 70s who were, just as the name implies, one-hit wonders. So without further ado, let's go to this week's Challenger. And now to our two-week returning champion. Hold on, John. Tell us who that was. Oh, okay. Well, you really, really want to know. All right. That was uh, Play That Funky Music from 1976 from the group Wild Cherry. Okay. And now your champion, repeat champion. Waiting. Well, And that was the controversial champion, Black Betty, from 1977 from the group Ram Jam. Well, are you ready? The votes have been tabulated. We does, have, does Gerald need to be involved? In this? Gerald does not need to be involved in this. All right. So, here is your winner. And new Battle of the One Hit 70s, One Hit Wonders.
from 1976. That's Play That Funky Music from the group Wild Cherry. Your new champion on battles, Battle of the 70s One-Hit Wonders. So, we already have a new challenger. Challenge has already been thrown down for next week here as uh, our uh, maestro will go ahead and give you the challenger. I'm pretty sure you'll recognize this song.
wanted to point it out here. The uh, This week's uh, winner, Play That Funky Music, actually did win by uh, got 62.5% of the vote. So it wasn't just, it wasn't uh, necessarily as close as, well, I don't think it should have been close to be honest with you. I think we were, uh, I think if you, Ed might agree with me that uh, I think uh, we were happy that, uh, John, John, the yes. music was still playing when you started talking. I know. I, didn't you see me go like this? Yeah, but you didn't give me a chance to stop the music. So, well, you can cut it down, you know, just trim it down a little bit. We will have a big rehearsal next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rehearse this. Uh, so anyway, I guess John told you that's our champion, that's our challenger. Go to Twitter, go to Facebook, wherever it is you do your online voting. And uh, isn't that right, John? Yeah, exactly. So wouldn't you say that uh, that uh, our previous uh, champion there, uh, Black Betty, kind of ran its course? Oh, I pretty much thought it ran its course the first day we played it. Oh. <laughs> it's, it, it is literally a great beat, but once you get into the lyrics, man, it's... <sighs> anyway, anyway, that's all done. And... So uh, have you uh, have you looked at your are you looking at your streamyard uh, street uh, screen right now? Something happened. I know on on Facebook. We're having trouble streaming to Facebook. I think Facebook might have just cut our cut our canonies right. off. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking too. That's what I'm thinking. But you know, hey, you know where I stand on Faceplant. <laughs> yeah, but that's neither here nor there. So. Uh, hopefully, our Facebook followers have uh, jumped on over to Radio TFI and are listening exactly. to us live, or, or join us on the Twitter, because uh, the Twitter is the place to be, as far as we're concerned. I'm sorry, as far as I'm concerned. All right, so we've done birthdays, we've done music, uh, we've pissed off Facebook. I'd say it's a winner for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you. Uh, so, let me ask. Okay, now you. So you've got your. It looks like you found the place of your, of your late uh, your dreams here. I want to go so far as to say of my dreams, but I found the place I'm moving to. Okay. You just haven't. You just haven't quite uh, signed the documents and everything no. like that. Huh? No, we we are signing the the paperwork next Monday night. Oh, yeah. And uh, he wanted to do it Saturday next this upcoming Saturday, but I just don't know for sure that I'm going to be available because uh, the way our schedule has been going, we honestly don't know if we're going to finish by Thursday. It could go to Saturday, and and so anyway, we're going to do it Monday evening. I have to send some other stuff off to to the. Uh, real estate people uh there was a little glitch on their end last night so we're going to do that today but yeah for for all intents and purposes and uh john i'm going to send you some some images of the place uh once we're done here uh yeah so anyway what's your next question before i go off on a rant well no hey if you're going to go off on a rant uh no 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 you had questions you had questions about the new place well i mean you've got your parking you've already mentioned that your parking situations you've got three spots huh three 
three spots if I need them. There is there is a tenant above me in this house. He does not have a car, so that means I get the garage, I get the driveway, and I get the spot. If need be, I can block the driveway with my own car with another car. I don't see that I'll need that, but it's good to have. So you'll be able to keep your maybe keep your van and possibly a work truck in there if need be. Well, well, yeah. Well, the only thing I would be taking home is a production van, which is what I have now, a 15, uh-huh. 15 passenger high top van, and it will fit. And it is, you know, that's the only reason I went to look at this place. Because and so it's this outside. Parking, this isn't in, is it indoor parking or outdoor parking? Well, there's a small garage that my 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 personal car will fit into. If I right. want, okay. and there's a driveway that will, you know, take care of the, uh, the bigger van. Uh-huh. So I don't have to fight parking every, I got to walk up some, some steps to get into the place, but you know what? It, it is what it is. Well, what, it is just it. one, 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 uh, small flight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, not end of the world, not okay. end of the world type of, uh, but it's not something I wanted initially, but again, hey, you know, it is what it is, and we are who we are, and we do what we do, and let me see how many more ways I can twist that around. Uh, what other questions did you have, sir? Okay, two-bedroom, one-bath. Two-bedroom, two one-bath, yep, yep, yep. Washer-dryer. Well, that's, I mean, hey, that's that's fantastic. I'm I'm, uh, I'm glad that you looks like you found what you're looking for, and uh, yeah, no, it's been uh, it, it, it's like I said, it's not it's not horrible. It is it is not horrible, and uh, 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 hey, talk for a second. Okay. Well, and you'll have to forgive me. I'm kind of going through here what uh, it looks like we lost the connection, our connection to Facebook. So uh, I'm not sure what's behind that. See, what happens is, is that we, we play, we play, yes, we play music here. Yes, it's probably, you know, we're probably violating a thousand different copyright laws and what have you. Oh, there's no question. Uh, and I'm I'm of to the point, first off, I gotta be honest with you. Um uh, first off, I'm of the mentality that a lot of these uh bands, a lot of these groups that uh you know we play their music, especially this stuff from the you know, from the seventies, you know. First off, like I don't know if the you know if the knack ever plans on having a re. Uh... That's that's not the point. That is not the point because you can go. Oh, these are just two goons, you know, having fun on a Sunday morning. But you have to draw the line someplace. Look, they put their time, effort. Actually, a little trivia. Uh, uh, what's his name? The lead singer of the night claimed. Now Sharona is the girl actually that was pic- it's pictured on the on the album that we showed. Yeah. That's a that's actually Sharona. And okay. uh, he said he was inspi- so inspired. He wrote that song in 15 minutes. Okay. But it's still, it, it's it's not a, look, we are more or less 
we're not using it for our own personal enjoyment. We are broadcasting. So I get it. I want to do the emergency bad turn. I don't have the sound thing up, but I'm going to now show you pictures of the new Radio TFI studios. Now, for those of you uh, listening on the radio, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no sound. There's nothing. So, John, are you looking at your screen? I am looking at my screen. All right. That is the living room you're seeing right there. And uh, it's very nice size. I was very pleased with it. You're not going to know what to do with that much room. Wait, 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 wait. That's the kitchen. And that door leads out to the side stairway. Okay. Uh, they just did the kitchen a few years ago. Same thing with the bathroom. Uh, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Well, geez, uh, man, no bidet? Come on. Yeah. There is the dining room. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is between uh, that the door straight ahead. It will be the new Radio TFI Studios. And behind the camera is the living room. And there, well, there's the other view. There's the opposite view. Uh, it's the dining room, uh, looking into the living room. That is the uh, baby's playpen. That's my room. That's not my furniture. <laughs> that is not my furniture. That is the current it's furniture. But, And uh, that's that's the new studio. Again, not my furniture. Obviously, yeah. especially with that weight, uh, that uh, yeah, yeah, that, that weight, weight bench, bench, that that's happen. that's not gonna stay <laughs> guaranteed. That's not gonna stay. There's the driveway in the garage. Now, we tested yesterday, my, my personal van will fit in, in that garage. There's a bunch of stuff he's gonna clean out of there, uh, before I get in June 1st. And that driveway is certainly long enough to accommodate my production van. Uh, let's see, that's the side entrance. And that's the backyard, which I have very little interest in. But there you go, kids and kittens. That's the new. Uh, what the hell was in that? Uh, you don't want to know. Look like some sort of swampland back there. It's actually covered in plastic. Uh, the owner's father tends to the garden back there. And I, we, we're guessing he covered it to protect the seeds from the birds. We really okay. don't know. We really don't. I, I really don't know. And I really don't care. Okay. Because I highly doubt I'll be using the space at all. So, so anyway, you that's. I think you'll be bringing out a, a barbecue grill and grilling up some steaks or something like that. I'm not a barbecue guy. And, uh, oh, man. And I don't like barbecuing for, you know, cooking for one is. Yeah. I hear you. You know, so anyway. So, yeah, that's it. That's that. And uh, look, we don't care what Facebook thinks. Uh, we are we are breaking the law by playing copyrighted materials. And, well, uh, but check this out. Check what out? Check this out. I, I want I want to. I, I want to ask you, what am I checking out? I'm going to tell you. John, tell me what we're well, checking out. In my, in my in my notifications from Facebook. Rules. Um, it looks like they made a claim, but then they released it. Yeah. What they'll do is, is they won't let us monetize anything. Of course. And for that, that's great. Cause we haven't tried to monetize anything from day one. Right. Cause we don't care now just to, some of you may have heard this on the, on the tail end of the show, uh, every week, just, uh, as we're fading out, it gets added in post-production. 
But I'm going to play this right now, and uh, we're probably going to stick it in somewhere else, too. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions, and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management, and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. So there. <laughs> so there. So, but understand, under no circumstances does that absolve us from anything. We're just saying, hey, we know. And, uh, you know, if you're uncool with it, we'll take it down. Uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't save us from anything. Now, in both the case of Twitter and Faceplant and all that, YouTube, they'll say, well, well you, you can play it, but you can't monetize off it. Okay. And that's what it's, it, it's to protect people from profiting off other people's work. Sure. Unless it's out of copyright, which it's most of the stuff we're playing is not. Not all of it. Like the baseball games. That's all out of copyright. That's that's free and clear. We could play play those baseball games all day long. All night long. Well, all and, and long. I don't think you've heard any complaints or anything on from uh from the radio TFI end. We haven't heard anything from Facebook. We get a little slap on the wrists uh from, from YouTube. Uh, YouTube, but all YouTube, the the most that YouTube ever tells us to do is just remove the content from the recording. Yeah. And that's it. That's all they, that's all they want, you know? So, but you know, in the end, in the end, it really, everybody can agree on this. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Pretty much. I feel, I feel that may become a permanent fixture on one of the intros or the outros. I uh, I I just feel that cannot be said enough. No. Absolutely. All right. Hey, I I picked a moving on, as we like to say in the biz. I okay. picked up an, an interesting little article that I want to read. More of a list than anything else. These are jobs that people look down on. Okay. <laughs> Truck driver, electrician, mechanic, oil worker. Carpenter, farmer, we could add cab driver to the list and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And people look down on these folks. Here's job <clears throat> jobs people look up to, believe it or not. A social media influencer, athlete, actors, and models. But you know what the jobs that keep society running? Truck driver, electrician, mechanic, oil worker, carpenter, farmer, taxi driver. You know, the ones that, that are being looked down upon. It's an interesting... It's the same list as the first one, John. He's not right. paying attention to me. I am paying attention, actually. Are you? I'm listening. Might not be watching, but I'm listening. But are you hearing me? Are, are, yes. are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, this one last thing from the uh, from the script that I, 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 I prepare, lovingly prepare every Saturday evening so that we have something to go with. Uh, Uju Anya at U-J-U-A-N-Y-A, posted this. Most gay people were born to heterosexual parents in heterosexual relationships. We live in heteronormative societies surrounded by, dominated by heterosexuality. 
If sexual orientation can be influenced by mere contact or proximity, why are all straight people raising all these gays? <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Where are the gays coming? If they're so afraid that reading something in a textbook or having a gay teacher is going to turn kids gay, where are all the gay people coming from? From the straight houses. Well, what what they're afraid of is that they're they'll be, they'll they want that's what they're afraid of. Well, they're afraid that if you talk about it, that's just the whole idea with the you know, don't say gay rules, you know, that laws that uh you know let DeSantis uh pulled over in uh, Florida. Yeah. Oh, if that's gonna say it, that means, if you say it, that's gonna bring that's gonna normalize it. Right. No, no, no. I understand. And that's his fear. That is that is his big fear, is is that if people come to accept it, well then it'll be normalized and and we don't God forbid we don't want that. And so, most of them are afraid that they will be found out. Yeah, that could very well be too. How, how many times will an elected official stand there and make a big, big circus about people drinking, people being unfaithful to, to their spouses, being caught in a bad compromising situation? And then what do you read a week later? They're caught in that very same compromising situation because they're desperately trying to hide it. Gotta love hypocrisy. I prefer comeuppance. I want to see people get there. Love hypocrisy. That's what it boils down to. But unfortunately, the hypocrites now are the ones that are going to be in power, and they will not be governing because they're going to rule with an iron fist. Heaven forbid, kids and kittens. Uh, If the GQP takes over uh, the Senate, the House. And the White House, we're going to be in. You, you think DeSantis is something now down in Mickey land? Wait till he gets his hands on. Uh... Remember, we outnumber them. We outnumber them. You just got to get out there and vote. Absolutely. And if there's nobody you like, who do we vote for, John? <sighs> Who's John going to vote for? Uh, probably, probably my dog. Wow, John, you're not being helpful here. (laughs) When have you ever known that to be uh, me being helpful? Give me a break. (sighs) I'm just looking at the board here, and you're. I'm I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to to tell you a sad story. Oh, don't make me pull out the Casey case a bit. Oh, this is sad. After a year and a half at the podium, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, is planning it. to leave the White House on May 13th. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. The end of this Oh, week. I, I am seriously, seriously going to miss her. But, you know, who's replacing her? She has a very, looks like she has a very competent replacement she in Carney Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre? Jean-Pierre. Okay. Uh, she will be uh, the replacement. Yeah. Now, as I now, understand, Joan Pierre is the first black and first gay woman to hold position yeah. 
of uh, White House press secretary. There yes! We uh, yes! Means- <laughs> I guess we won't be talking to the press secretary down there in Florida, huh? You will never see this person on Fox News. They will never show clips. It'll be Peter Ducey talking to himself. Because <laughs> they, they will not. And it was funny. The other I watched a clip the other day, you know, Peter Ducey from Fox. Uh, she's been slapping the daylights out of him for a year and a half. He comes up with these, you know, gotcha questions, and she just pushes them right back. And uh, he said, he said to her, she called on him. He says, you know, you know, we're all gonna miss you. She says, really? <laughs> you too? You're you're gonna miss? You know, because she's been she's been bitch slapping them all over the place. It's it's been hard. I am, you know, I I listen. I'm sure that uh, Miss uh, the Miss uh, Jean Pierre. We'll do a, a spectacular job. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss Jen. She's I'm very good. She yeah. is so well informed and she can, she takes every question with ease and aplomb. And I, 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 the last time I saw somebody this good at the job, it was on the West wing. But then again, that was all scripted. So. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So we say, bravo, bravo to Miss Jean-Pierre. We wish you the best of luck. And to, uh, to Jen Psaki, uh, I, I hope she's still I, – I, I, I'm pretty confident. I think she's going with NBC. Oh, you so think, oh she's, she's got a role here already, huh? Pretty confident. Pretty confident. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be seeing much more of her. Uh, and speaking of NBC, you know, Chuck Todd has the, uh, he has uh, meet the press daily. He does meet the press on Sundays and meet the press daily, which I used to watch at five o'clock and then they bumped them back to one, one o'clock in the afternoon. And now they're putting them on the, uh, on the NBC news now app, which is, uh, Chuck is, Chuck is not good anymore. Chuck wouldn't know a follow-up question if it hit him in the head, and uh, he let too many, he's let too many of the GQP get away with murder on his show. So I like Chuck. I like him as a personality, but uh, he, he he knows the politics. I just don't think he's uh, he's got it in him to be to host a show like that anymore—a panel discussion show. But then again, as they say, that's just me. Uh, what else we got, John? We got anything else hanging around? Yeah. Uh, that- yeah. Uh, just kind of like a bad penny. Uh, apparently, uh, banned my pillow C- CEO tried to rejoin Twitter, yeah. but got kicked <laughs> off just after after three hours. You know what he tried to do, right? He, he went in as a uh, with another name, kind of like I did. <laughs> no, he went in with his name, but the two L's. One, uh, I think they were. One was a, a, a small L, and the other was a capital I, which looks – look at those new glasses. Those those different – no, those are the same. Uh, but – so they look exactly alike, but when you type – you know, the algorithm thinks it's something else. So, uh, so, so it was actually L- – L-I-N-D-E-I-L was, was his uh, account name. But of course, Twitter caught right on to that, and you know, 
Well, he uh, it says here on Sunday, last Sunday, he tweeted, Hello, everyone. I'm back on Twitter. My only account is at Mike J. Lindell. Please reach, yeah. retweet and follow to spread the word. So, I'm losing my mind, John. I'm losing my so, mind. So apparently he's tried it a couple different times. Why don't he just go on Trump's, Truth? what the hell is it called, Truth? Truth Social. Truth Social. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Remember last week when I started losing? the recording? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, when, I, when I started the recording about 20 minutes late on my end? Uh-huh. You didn't start it at all this time? Nope. No, 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 not at all. So. Oh, well, that's okay. That's a good thing I did. It's a great thing you did. And it's <sighs> also a, a great thing that we uh, that we uh, have the uh, what we have through uh, stream. One minute. One minute. Are you are you killing? T- are you are you just trying to kill time here? I'm tap dancing furiously here. You, you do, you're doing you're doing a one hell of a job. <laughs> I, I just want you to know you're doing one hell of a job. Thank you. That's the effect I got to get from the hockey games. One minute, or a final minute of play. Final minute of play. That would be. Uh, be it's fun. it's funny. With this show, when we when we start it, we can't we can't wait to start. That's right. When, this, when we get towards the end, we can't wait for it to be over. This final <laughs> minute is always like a kid waiting for Christmas. It just <laughs> never seems that. Now we love doing our show. It's just. You know, we get a little puttered out and things don't go right. And I, I'm an idiot for not recording. And and, and I, I got about an hour's worth of stuff I could go on about. But we're down to our last, like, three seconds. So, so what can I say? What can you say? Well, you can look at all those folks out there in Radio TFI land and say, see you next week. So, from... Or four, I should say, Ed Van Ness. I'm John Shannon. I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? You talk too much. Slip! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio TFI.